Welcome to the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon. Lord, give me the strength to endure what I must face. You know, it's an amazing thing when you start asking God for the provisions that he has given you, how it empowers you to step forward. With Pastor Jay Petty. God says, I am a refuge and strength to you. I am your refuge. You can run to me anytime you want. I am your refuge. I am your strength. I am the power of the name of Jesus in you. Join us here each week for the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon Podcast. When you have God's peace, fear is absent. When you have God's love, fear is absent. You don't have to be afraid of anything. You can stand up and say, I will not be afraid of this thing that's coming after me. I will stand and my victory will be Christ who is in me. Now let's join Pastor Jay Petty for this week's Sunday sermon. When you begin to believe something and walk in something, it changes the direction of your path. See, when you know, when you know that you know that you know that Jesus is present always, always, no matter what, he's always present because part of his redemptive package is is that he said, I will always be there, or I'll always be here, wherever you are. So you never go alone. So you never go alone, and you never go alone without <clears throat> him shepherding your life, if you will allow him, or understanding the provisions that he's paid for for your benefit. I love that scripture, it says, forget not his benefits. God is a God full of benefits, but he's also a God who is full of mercy, tender compassion, and love for you. And he's, as it says, it's reckless love. I mean, he's going to come after you and after you and after you and after you, and, and even after he's got you, he's still coming after you. He's always trying to perfect your life in him. Anyway, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we give glory and honor and praise to you this morning. We magnify and exalt you, Father God. We thank you for the name of Jesus and for the power of that name, Lord Jesus. The power to redeem, Lord. The power to purchase, Lord Jesus. Souls and lives of men and women and children. We give you all the glory and praise. Thank you, Lord, for all your benefits in Jesus' name. I want to talk about, this morning I want to talk about not walking in fear. <clears throat> Why? Because as Christians, we're not supposed to be fearful of anything. Now, I'm not saying that we're to be stupid. I'm saying that we're not to be afraid. And we should always seek for the wisdom of God wherever we walk. As long as we're walking in the wisdom of God, we're going to walk in the right place. And we have nothing to fear anyway. Fear has to do with punishment. And it is, it is completely opposite of what true love is. What love is is something that draws us in and gives us that uh, knowing that God is present in our life, where fear drives us away. Always. Isn't it funny when people get fearful, how it cripples them? How they won't do what they know they should do. They won't walk where they should walk. They won't fulfill what they should fulfill because the fear overtakes them. <clears throat> it's called 
little word called flight, fight or flight. That's what fear will do to opponents. It'll either cause you to stand or it'll cause you to run. And that's not what God had intent for us. I'm going to read from Psalms 23, 4, and 5. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You know what that means? It means anything that is opposed to the will of God and the purpose of God. No matter how it comes at you, you're not supposed to walk in fear of it. It's not supposed to drive you, no matter what. Because why? Because for it says, for you are with me. God is always with you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen? He's always present, right? Why should we walk in fear of anything if we're walking under the counsel of his will, which is his word? We should not. We should walk by faith through everything, knowing that the will of God is what God's word is. And if God declares something, it's for us to believe and walk in. It's very simple. It said, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Why? Because God's there to protect you. What's a shepherd do? The shepherd kills the bear, he kills the wolf, he kills the lion. He stands between you and your enemy. Jesus is always standing between you and your enemy, no matter what it is. Valor does not lack fear, but it incorporates courage to stand. To stand, to fight for the things of faith. I love it. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Things are going to come at you. The coronavirus is going to come at you. It's going to try to rob you of your peace. It's all kinds of things that the, that's going to try to rob you of your relationship with God. That's what fear does. Like you fear, what it's, what it's really saying is you're not believing that God is bigger than the situation that you're facing. And yet he is. You know, Jesus plus you means victory. When? All the time. You don't have anything to fear. He does it in the presence of your enemy. Who is your enemy? Good question, huh? He anoints your head with oil, representing the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is always here. He's always present. Do you know today is the day of Pentecost? 50 days after the death and resurrection of Christ. Do you know what happened on the day of Pentecost? God brought the kingdom of God into the earth. He brought it so powerfully in the Holy Spirit. He gave man his Holy Ghost. He gave man God. He lives in you. No fear. No fear. Shouldn't fear anything. I don't care what it is. Shouldn't fear death. Shouldn't fear anything. 
Why? Because you're captured by the love and the grace of God. Psalms 3, 6 says, I will not be afraid of 10,000 people. Wow. You guys watch this thing on TV? What's going on in all these cities and all this looting and burning and all those things? It's where you stand that gives you victory. Now, Jesus is our captain, right? He is our victor or our victory. Jesus is. So no matter where you stand, you already have victory. That's the thing you have to begin to see, that I'm victorious no matter where I stand. Why? Because it's already been paid for for me. You've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You've been bought and paid for. And Jesus is your victory no matter what. Right? Even if you stumble, he's still your victory. You don't have anything to fear. I love it. 10,000 people have set themselves against me and around. Arise, O Lord, and save me. How many times have we said that? God, save me. It's not from your sins, but the situation you're in. Because it is your victory in which you're standing. It's a chance to be victorious, no matter what comes against you. But when you do, it begins to change the situation. Do you know it just takes God's one word, one word in your situation to change it. No matter what you face, we all face things, right? Right? Some things are harder than others, right? Some of them are heartbreaking, aren't, aren't they? Some of them just rent, rent you apart. But where do you go? Who do you run to? You have to run to Jesus. When you run to Jesus, he gives you victory. He's your shepherd. He'll lead you through. He'll walk you through. He'll take you to the other side. And when you're finished, you're going to look back and say, wow, that was cool. God did it. Psalms 27, 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. And whom shall I fear? Who saved you? Who paid for you? Who bought you? Whose salvation are you standing in? You're standing in the salvation of the Lord, right? You're right? Sins forgiven, right? All that stuff that he died for is, is yours, right? You really, you, do you really believe that what Jesus died for is yours? Anybody ever uh, received a will? Not the will of God, but a will. A testament of a will. Where you were included into it. Maybe it was your parents, maybe it was someone else. But they make up a will and they say, when I die, this is yours. It belongs to you. Jesus died. And he said, this belongs to you. It's yours. If there's $100 million and someone left you in a will, when that person died and they read the will, what would you do? Would you sit around and say, hey, wait a minute. I'm not sure that that money's really mine. I don't think so. You know what you do? You go down to the bank and check it out. And you know what else you'd do? You'd pull some of that out and you'd go buy you something. Right? 
Every guy would probably buy him a new truck. Right? Am I lying? Well, we have benefits to what Jesus has done for us. And those benefits are, are wonderful, a wonderful treasure of the things that God has given us. We sing about it, about redemption, redemption story. We sing about those things. We stand up, we clap our hands, and we praise God over it. But really, when it comes to us receiving them and accepting them, sometimes that's another story. Anyway, the Lord is my strength of life. How many of you feel weak today? All right. But you know what the promise is? He'll be your strength. Because he's your victor. He's your victory. Of whom shall I be afraid? Why should you be afraid of anything? You should not. That's not what God has for you. That's not what God intends you to walk. This is not a spirit of, this is not a message on condemnation. It's a message on revealing to you how great God is to those who believe in him. And it's about us standing up and taking of hold of those things. I'll never tell someone to walk stupidly. But you should walk in the wisdom of God. And if you lack wisdom, all you have to do is ask for it. God will reveal it to you. I want to finish reading this. The wicked came against me to eat my flesh. My enemies and my foes, they stumble and, and fell. Though an army may encamp around me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, I will be confident. That's faith. I will know that God's going to take me out of this. I know that God's going to get me through this. I remember the, in uh, the first uh, part of the uh, Middle East, there was a soldier in there who was responsible, his, him and his crew, for taking the bombs that they had set apart. A very dangerous job. But all of his crew would get together every morning before they'd go out and they'd begin to pray. They would pray over Psalms 91. For the Lord, the Anyway, Psalms 91. Anyway, it, it speaks about God's provision. Those who make their refu refuge in him. Those who make their dwelling place in him. They become victorious. A thousand falls at your left, ten thousand at your right, but none shall come near me. None. There's so many stories of so many people who have put themselves in the presence of danger and found the power of God not lacking. There is a chief in Africa, this evangelist, or went in there and not evangelist but a, a missionary and he's working with these people and trying to get them to see the grace of God and to know the grace of God finally the chief said 
to them, you can't have anything to do with this guy because he was so afraid of what, this, what he was presenting. So one night the chief decided that they were going to go kill him and get rid of him. So they started and, and, they, and they went towards this place. And they got there and they saw something very powerful, a great light of God. And all fled in fear. The next day, the, the chief said, I don't know, we were going to kill you last night. And he said, but we saw this great light, this great power in you. That day, the chief gave his heart to Jesus, which changed their whole community. It's knowing what God has done for you. It's knowing who lives in you. No place to fear. What I'm trying to say to you, don't be afraid of what's around you. Because if you do, you won't, you won't move forward. Listen, I'm not just talking about one thing, I'm talking about in anything. When you know that it's supposed to be you who does the thing, but you're afraid. You're afraid of what might happen. You're afraid to stand up in front of people. You're afraid to step forward because you're afraid of this. You're afraid of that. That's not what God has intended for us. We're supposed to be bold. When we lack boldness, we're supposed to pray for boldness. Lord, give me boldness to speak the word of God. Lord, give me boldness to take these steps. Lord, give me the strength to endure what I must face. You know, it's an amazing thing. When you start asking God for the provisions that he has given you, how it empowers you to step forward. The guy that's afraid to speak in public, he'll find that in just a few moments when he does, all of that fear will go away and he'll begin to operate under the anointing of God because that's what God has called him to do. This is my wife's favorite scripture. Psalms 46.1. Fear not, for I am with you. Do Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you and uphold you with my righteous right hand. It's like... We have to get to a place where we realize that God is on our side. God is not against us at all. And that everything he says about himself is true. And that he will uphold us. He will strengthen us. He'll cause us. And he's saying fear, will, fear won't let you experience that. Fear will drive you away from that. Don't do it. The word of God has been given to us for a purpose, to reveal to us the purpose of God for our life. So when we begin to take a hold of it and say, and we begin to believe what God says, God says, God says, 
I am a refuge and strength to you. I am your refuge. You can run to me anytime you want. I am your refuge. I am your strength. I am the power of the name of Jesus in you. I will not let you down. It's funny how we don't do that. We either fight or we run. It's amazing. Isaiah 41 says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you. Let me go back to Psalms 46. A present help in trouble. Therefore, I, therefore we will not fear, even though the mountains be removed, and though... Uh, uh, the earth be removed and the mountains carried into the midst of the sea. No matter what. God says no matter what. No matter what. Don't fear anything. How many of you are afraid of death? Honestly. I'm not. I'm not afraid of it. You know why? Because what's coming is better than where I'm at. Perfect peace, perfect love, perfect power, perfect grace. Man, that's, that's a powerful thing to know, that God has you, no matter what. That's why I said don't fear. When they were putting the Christians into the, into the arena to be cut into or boiled in oil or thrown in with the lions to be eaten, they all willingly submitted. You know why? Because they knew that it was better there than it was here. It's always better there than it is here. But as long as we're here, the benefits of God are yours. No matter what they are. The promises of God are yours. We have to learn how to receive them and walk in them and make them a part of our life. As we do, wonderful things begin to happen. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But thanks to God, he gives us victory, again, victory, our victor, our victor through Jesus Christ. You're already, you're already there. If you believe in Jesus, your name's already written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You already belong to him. You have nothing to fear. There's not a thing you can't face. Matthew 26, 14, 26. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, wherever I'm at, 
I know I'm somewhere. Walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke, saying to them, Be of good cheer. Do not be afraid. Remember when you were a little kid and they're telling you ghost stories? Or some other kind of story that was freaky? Or, and you know, the more you listen to the story, the more afraid you become. Next thing you know, it's like telling a story in the woods, you know, about some blah, blah, you know, coming at you, you know. The, more, the next thing you know, you're freaked out, right? You start looking around, you think something's going to get you, right? That's what they were doing in the boat. They saw him coming, but man, they were freaked out. What is this? What is it? Look, ah, we're going to get killed. Something's going to get us. But it was there. Who was the one person that said, don't be afraid, for it is I. Who's the one who stepped in the boat and brought peace? When they were hiding after the death and resurrection of Christ in a room because they were afraid of the Jews, they were afraid of everybody else. Jesus came in, right? And they're all frightened and, and, and hiding away from, from anyone because they knew they were with Jesus, right? The first thing Jesus said to them, peace. Peace drives fear out the door. When you have God's peace, fear is absent. When you have God's love, fear is absent. You don't have to be afraid of anything. You can stand up and say, I will not be afraid of this thing that's coming after me. I will stand and my victory will be Christ who is in me. You'll find more victory than you will defeat when you begin to stand with him no matter what you face. I guess I'm sick of the hype. I am. If it's my time to go, praise God. I'm not going to walk in fear of it. I refuse. John, First uh, John, four seventeen. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgments, because as He is, so are we in this world. When you're not faithful, he is because he cannot deny himself. You belong to Jesus. And because you belong to Jesus, you are as he is. Do not shrink in the face of opposition, but stand. Stand. There's a difference when you make a stand for those things that are right and true. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. 
But perfect love casts out all fear. Because fear has to do with torment or punishment. But he who, has, who fears has not been perfected in love. Simply saying, build a deeper relationship with God if you're afraid. Go deeper. Chase after him. Find him. You know, one of the things about the word of God, it reveals something very real and very true. It reveals who God is. It reveals his true character. It's like I said, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God is with me. He's present in my life. He's present in your life. What are you afraid of? What are you allowing to drive your fear? What is in the world? Or what is true in him? We come here and sing these songs. And I love them because they're so truthful. This morning we're singing songs about redemption, about being redeemed, about the power of the name of Jesus. We're singing about all these wonderful, truthful uh, things about God. We sing them and we worship him in the midst of them because we want them to manifest in our hearts and in our lives. And as we walk out, we wa we're supposed to walk out with a knowledge that these things are true in me. No matter what they may be. Don't run. God did not give us a spirit of fear. Or bondage of fear. He never expected us to walk in fear. Because he gave us this Holy Spirit. Which cries out God the Father in us. Or Daddy. He's my father. He's my dad. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. He will never turn away from me. He will never leave me no matter what. He's here and will be with me through all time, even into eternity. He is present in your life. He's not going anywhere. No fear. No reason to fear. No matter what happens. For he did not give us a spirit of, of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. A mind that thinks the word of God. A mind that says, these things are true. Therefore, I strengthen myself in believing them. And I walk in them. And I confess them. And I, and I keep saying over and over, you are my strength. I keep saying over and over, you are my God. I keep saying over and over and over. You want your faith to increase? Repeat the word of God in your life. Confess it. If you're not there, keep confessing it. Keep speaking it. That's your victory. One day, your mouth is going to align with your heart. And your heart with your mouth. And boom, boom, it's going to happen. Boom, it's going to change. Boom, you're going to change. 
Don't run. Fight the good fight. Believe. He believes in you. He believes in you. God believes in you. And he's not going anywhere. We make it harder than what it needs to be. Much harder. If you don't know Jesus, make him your Lord. I'm saying that. If you don't know Jesus, tell him, I believe in you. I believe you died for my sins. I believe that, Lord. Not only do I believe that, Lord, but I believe that I'm born again. That your spirit is in me. This day, this day 2,000 years ago, 3,000 people came to know Jesus in one setting. Thank you for joining us today here at the Living Waters Church in Globe, Arizona. We hope you enjoyed the message by Pastor Jay Petty. May you have a great week and may everything you do be blessed by God.